the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. What's it going to take? Seriously, what will it take for people to give up the masks? And I'm not talking about somebody who's immunocompromised and has some uh, issues to be worried about, even though the cloth masks have never been worth a nickel. Uh, but I'm sure you could find some instances where you can understand someone still feeling like, <clears throat> excuse me, either for themselves or the people they come in contact with, that they are doing the right thing by wearing a mask. But just a little while ago, I was driving on 79 North on my way in here, and I had to switch lanes so I could get onto the uh, parkway. And as I looked over to switch lanes, I almost wrecked because I saw a young guy riding in the car by himself with a mask on. Now, I actually would have liked to politely ask him why he was doing something that stupid. I'm, I'm serious. I, I'm curious. but or, or maybe I could have run him off the road, but that probably wouldn't have been polite. But all, all I could do was wonder, and I have to wonder, when this guy doesn't wear a mask, if he feels the need to wear one while he's in his car by himself going 70 miles an hour with the windows up, wouldn't that mean it would make sense for him to wear one by himself in his house? And when this guy, uh, when will, will this guy, I should say, finally be able to face the world with a naked face one of these days? And then, of course, on Saturday, I went to the car wash. Maybe these people are following me around just to torture me. But the, the car in front of me had two people wearing masks. They went through the car wash with masks on. Windows up, water everywhere. <laughs> And when they were vacuuming the car outside, they were still wearing their masks. Again, what will it take and where won't they or don't they wear a mask right now? Meanwhile, I saw the big guy walking from his helicopter today after another nice weekend in uh, in Delaware. He's uh, walking outside, no one within 200 feet of him, walking very strangely, by the way, I should say. He's wearing a mask, triple vaxxed. Outside, nobody within 200 feet, he's got a mask on. But he's obviously descending into dementia. And if you need more proof of that, listen to what he said about his poll numbers, which are in the toilet. There's a phenomenal negative psychological impact that COVID has had on the public psyche. And so you have an awful lot of people who are uh, notwithstanding the fact that, uh, that things have gotten so much better for them economically. Uh, that they are thinking, but how do you get up in the morning feeling happy? Right. Happy that everything's all right. Yeah, well, it also has created people like you, uh, Mr. President, who are wearing a mask outside with nobody within 200 feet of you, okay? That's what the pandemic has done to uh, people like the, the big guy. How the gov- now, when we come back, uh, how the government pandemic relief programs are helping the rich and not the poor or even the middle class. And in our second half hour, would you believe $837,000 for a condo for homeless people? One unit in Los Angeles? It's true. Stick around. When it's time to replace your roof, siding, gutters, and downspouts, entry doors, and, of course, windows, you can count on Windows R Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. This is John Steigerwald. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows R Us offers repair and replacement for all your exterior home projects. Why pay double with some other companies? Windows R Us will always give you the best price on the best in-class products, backed by the best warranties in the industry, all with zero sales pressure. And speaking of zero... Right now, get zero interest financing for 12 months and no processing fee with prices set to increase on all exterior products. Lock in your quote today. Schedule a free estimate and inspection today at windowsarustpittsburgh.com. You've tried the rest, now try the best. windowsarustpittsburgh.com. Windows are us. You've tried the rest, now try the best. 
there's one box that you'd run back into your burning house to grab. It's the box filled with your videotapes, film reels, and photos. Those sentimental, meaningful, irreplaceable moments. Hi, I'm Nick Mako. And I'm Adam Baselogger. We started Legacy Box over a decade ago so that we could help families save their memories from being destroyed by floods or fires. And it's not just natural disasters, Adam. Every day, videotapes and photos are slowly fading away, decaying, neglected in closets and attics. Digitizing your old media stops fading, and preserving those recordings means they are safe forever. It's like magic converting your shoebox of memories into digital files ready to watch and share. It's the only way to ensure your legacy is safe for generations. That's why over a million families have already trusted Legacy Box. Legacy Box is simple and easy, it works, and is safe. We'd love to preserve your family's collection. Don't wait. The risk is too great. Visit LegacyBox.com slash LBox to save 40%. That's LegacyBox.com slash LBox to get started and save. LegacyBox.com slash LBox. Let me ask you, what does your perfect wedding day look like? I'll bet you've imagined it over and over again. The crisp spring air, the fresh grass giving way beneath you as you walk towards your future, surrounded by the people you love the most. So what's in the way of you believing it's possible for you to have it? Are you believing the lie that you are meant to be alone? Or maybe you don't know what a Christian romance should look like or where to find it. Hi, I'm Jackie Dorman, and I invite you to join me in my free Married in 12 Months Challenge, where you will discover your heart's desire of a loving marriage. In this challenge, I'll teach you why now's your time to find love, what are the lies that are holding you back, why God wants you married, the biblical law of attraction, and the tools to become a bride. Don't wait any longer. Just sign up for my free Married in 12 Months 5-Day Challenge at lovestories.com and you can start your journey to find that lasting, loving relationship now. Join me at lovestories.com. At paid for by completecar.com. This is a special alert for all Americans who own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles with an auto warranty about to expire or with no warranty coverage at all. Due to the COVID crisis, we are announcing a low-cost extended service plan that's now available to the public to save any driver out-of-pocket expenses on auto repairs. Call now to find out how you can pay nothing for auto repairs. Yes, you heard that correctly. Pay nothing for auto repairs. An open phone line has been established for all drivers to call for a free quick quote. Call 800-959-4526 now. Drivers who are covered by this auto protection will not have to pay for a covered repair bill again. This auto coverage is at an all-time low, much lower than what dealerships are charging. Additionally, drivers who activate this auto coverage today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and free rental car at no additional cost. Call for your free quick quote today. Call 800-959-4526. 800-959-4526. What do you have to lose? Call 800-959-4526 now. Visit us on the web at completecar.com. The John Steigerwall Show, AM 1250, The Answer. Well, you heard the big guy say when we opened the show that things are really great for you right now, but because of COVID, you just don't realize it. He knows you're doing great because of all that free money he handed out. Turns out that maybe it's just the rich who got richer and are feeling good. Willis Frumholz of The Federalist says the average American got screwed. And he joins us now. Willis, thanks for being here. Hi, thanks for having me on. So apparently uh, Joe either hasn't noticed inflation or he thinks it's only in our imagination based on that soundbite from, I guess it was yesterday. Yeah, yeah, things are, things are um, disconnected between the rhetoric at the White House and what Americans are feeling when they go to the store in their pocketbooks. And this kind of jumps ahead to our conversation. But even in the official government inflation numbers, the consumer price index, which I think is up about seven and a half percent year over year as of February of this year. Um, that's that's undercounting what's actually happening, for example, in shelter inflation. Um, and that's not a conspiracy that, that that's just how it's counted. And it means the shelter component has room to run higher this year. Um, but but even as the overall level of inflation decelerates a little bit, but but, you know, there's there's really a lot of pain Americans are feeling, um, and I don't think any politician can can convince them otherwise. When did inflation officially arrive on the scene? So the article I just wrote in the Federalist, and I, I wrote it under a um, pen name pseudonym Joe Popularis, and that that the Popularis is a reference to the uh, late Roman Republic, where you had the populists against the oligarchy. So it's kind of a nod to that. Okay. But, um, the article I just wrote talks about how inflation really started to take off in 2021. 
And the thing that really, really lit the inflation fire was the Democrats' $2 trillion stimulus bill they passed in early 2021. Um, and, I, and this is, again, jumping ahead, but one of the things I write about is how three-fourths of it was really to go to special interests, and a fourth of it was the popular part, which is the direct checks, which is kind of a way to grease the wheels or get the public okay with the rest of the spending. But that $2 trillion really set inflation off, but a lot of the inflationary impulse was already set to, to happen uh, based on stimulus that, that Republicans and Democrats passed under President Trump and also just based on, on our, our reliance on um, foreign, foreign countries for really necessary things that go in everything. You know, one example is computer chips. A lot of those computer chips are, and computer chips go in cars, they go in obviously electronics, like so many, so many things we buy nowadays, you wouldn't even think has a computer chip, does have a computer chip, but those, a lot of them are made in Taiwan. And if they're um, constricting supply because of pandemic issues or the government's responding to the pandemic differently. We're, we're reliant on that. And we're stuck with that. But, um, I, you know, we could dig into kind of the, the flaws in the stimulus in the first place. Cause like I said, the, the 2021 Democrat stimulus that added on to the 2020 stimulus really with the fire of inflation. But this, this was really in the cards. Um, when politicians did, did the stimulus in general, and I can explain why. Yeah, uh, Donald Trump, as you mentioned, he was in charge when the free money started to flow, though, wasn't he? And um, uh, you can, I guess you can blame the uh, Democrats for adding uh, flame to the fire, uh, adding gasoline to the fire, I guess I should say. But um, did it all start with Donald Trump uh, and, and the whole idea yeah, I, of just sending checks to people? Yeah, I just want to really preface this by saying I'm not an anti-Trump guy, not a never-Trump guy. I'm just a guy that cares about policy and I want Republicans when they take power again to be better and, and not just to play defense, but to play offense, which is a whole separate issue to what, what we're kind of talking about today. But um, if we just dig into what, you know, the stimulus in 2020 was doing. So there was enhanced unemployment benefits of $600 extra per week above what your normal unemployment would be. And what that meant is that, anybody with a job that paid less than $60,000 a year, um, the job couldn't compete with the benefits. So there was a huge incentive for people just not to work. And then the Democrats 2021 bill reduced that 600 extra a week amount to 300 extra per week amount. But that still meant anybody making below 45,000 bucks a year uh, had, had an incentive not to work. Why work if you were just getting paid not to? And then on top of that, there's the payroll protection program, which was a grant. It was originally talked about as a loan, but it was a grant to businesses, which was forgivable, a forgivable loan. So basically free money to a lot of small business owners. And um, one of the things I write about is it, it, it obviously gave money to a lot of people that already had a lot of money, but it also, um, and there's studies of it, by the way, studies have said that lying the pockets of business owners but really didn't do a lot to protect payrolls. And then, and then large chunks of this were stolen by fraudsters. So between the payroll protection program and the enhanced unemployment benefit, billions and hundreds of billions of dollars were stolen by um, criminals and a lot of them overseas gang. So just, just in the enhanced unemployment alone, uh, one study thinks that up to half of it was stolen by foreign criminals. It's a $400 billion. So that's a huge amount of money flowing overseas. And, and the one good thing in those stimulus bills was the direct payment to consumers, which the politicians didn't see as a good of in itself. They, they kind of saw it as a way to, to grease the wheels of these bigger stimulus measures, which actually flowed a lot to corporations. And we could talk about that. Um, but, but, you know, they, they weren't seeing that as a good in of itself. It was kind of a way to get the normal people uh, to, to acquiesce to what was going on. And I think one more thing, I've probably already talked too much without you saying something, but I think Thomas Massey has even tweeted about this. If the government just took everything they spent and gave it to every family in America, it'd be 60 something thousand dollars. That's how much was spent. And people only got two and a half or 3000. 
So, you know, that all that other money went somewhere and it was a huge waste. And, and now we're paying the paying the price for it. Yeah, I've, I've always felt uh, there, there, over time that there's there have been cases where the government would be better off and people would end up with more money in their pocket if the government just did uh, flyovers and dumped money out of airplanes or helicopters. Uh, and let people just scramble around and pick the money up off the ground. They'd end up with more money in their pocket than they they end up getting from the government, who has to pay three people, you know, to make sure that they get their one check. Um, and 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 so, how, uh, Willis? How would anybody who's ever worked in government not see this coming with that amount of money and that small amount of preparation time to plan it and and um, also, the oversight that you were never going to be able to have uh, on such short notice. Who wouldn't? Who would be surprised that this happened? It's really frustrating because people should have seen it coming. And just to your last point, to be clear, I don't think you know helicopter money or free money to everybody is a good idea. Um, I do think there's some interesting ideas. Probably also have unintended consequences to replace to replace all welfare with something like that that doesn't penalize work or marriage. But generally, giving people checks is, is a really bad thing. Um, I have an idea that you could do something like that as a, as a one-time um, large amount that has an incentive to, for, for consumers to pay off consumer debt, and then you also trade that one-time stimulus with a big reduction in future entitlements for not current seniors, but, but future generations, right? You know, I'm not, I'm 33. I shouldn't get the same social security. My, my grandfather did that's an aside, but in general, anytime the government starts to do stuff like this, there's always going to be waste and abuse. And, and what sadly usually happens is instead of all the public getting the money in this, you know, like a helicopter, a scramble for the cash, what usually happens is, the insiders, the connected, the oligarchy, they get the government spending. And then by the time it hits you and I, it's, it's already inflation. So when the money gets newly created or, or spent, then it has purchasing power. But once it hits the broader economy, um, then it doesn't. And, and that's really basically a tax on the working and middle class if, if they're doing it that way. And Washington specializes in, in stuff like that. And both Republicans and Democrats do it. Obviously, Democrats are worse, but we just we really need to get away from that. Well, you um, you mentioned that uh, like only a fourth of the uh, money uh, in came in direct checks to to people, uh, and three fourths went to special interests. Who are some of those special interests uh, aside from gangs who somehow figured out a ways to siphon off the money? Oh, it's it's just some of it like green energy stuff, which isn't always bad, but. But you even think like um, stuff in Build Back Better. They've talked about even if it's even if it's something good like um, renewable energy or um, infrastructure. The government spends that money, and then there's firms that that bid on receiving that money, or there's big corporations that have a new uh, renewable energy tax credit that they can exploit. And so, the more complicated you get, the 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 more there's incentives for this behavior or that behavior, and, and, and they're really trying to incentivize certain things, the more the big firms can come along and game that and, and have a big army of accountants you know, shift their focus to, to, um, to realizing those benefits. So, so that's kind of one way that, that it happens. Um, but it's, it's the, the money goes all over the place, right? They, they spent more on the arts or the National Institute of Health and then it gets given out in grants and it's, you know, it's everybody, everybody has their own little pet thing they want. Yep. Uh, well, um, we've, we're focusing on the federal government, but at what point do you start to lay some blame on the individual states? That was a big deal. So thanks for reminding me of that. If, if people remember, a lot of the states were um, running up to the, um, 2020 election, they were complaining that they were really short on funds. And a big thing Democrats wanted to do was to just directly give states a ton of money. And what that really was was a backdoor bailout to blue states that have very, very large pension obligations. So blue state politicians for 
40 years, probably more, have said to public sector unions, um, by the way, I'm a pro-private sector union guy, anti-public sector union guy, FDR is the same way, but they've said to these public sector unions, you know, hey, we'll, um, we will uh, donate to our campaigns, vote for us, and we're going to give you these big benefit packages. We're going to make sure you're paid more. And politicians in blue states and some red states have given a ton of promises to these public sector unions, which almost unanimously donate to the Democratic Party. And there's these huge liabilities built up. So one of the things Democrats did with this 2021 stimulus was just grant a bunch of money um, to states. And, and actually looking back at that, states have never been more flush with cash. The, the state budget situation is, and it might get worse if the economy gets worse. California, for example, depends a lot on what the stock market is doing um, and not a lot on taxes of, of other people or normal activities. They depend a lot on capital gains taxes. But right now, states states budget situation looks great. So a lot of the money just, just was completely wasted. And and obviously, we want our states to be doing well, but we shouldn't incentivize states to be over-promising the public sector unions and, 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 and being wasteful with, with the money they have. Um, so everybody seems convinced that a year from now, uh, the Republicans are going to be in charge, uh, not obviously of the presidency, but uh, the, the two uh, other branches, uh, the, 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 the House and the Senate. What, what can they do to fix all this? Well, inflation is a tough one. And so I have another article coming out where I talk about solutions. And I'd, I'd love to send that to you guys and come on and talk about it. But one is antitrust. It's something a lot of Republicans don't like to talk about. Some like uh, Ken Buck out of Colorado, or Kent Buck, he's, he's great on it. But our economy, objectively, if you look at um, statistics of profit margins or, um, or just pricing power in industries, our economy has way beyond big tech, even in healthcare, anything you can think of besides manufacturing, because that's uniquely subject to foreign competition because of our free trade deals. Our economy has become um, hugely top-heavy. The, the, the big firms, is, in, in every industry, there's a handful of big firms that really control a lot of stuff, and that has exacerbated the inflation problem. So we need a new antitrust legislation. Uh, the second thing is... Um, we need to make sure we bring supply chains back to the United States. It's criminal that computer chips, which go on all kinds of stuff these days, were allowed to be made in Taiwan, no less, which is really at risk of Chinese invasion and really close to China. That stuff should always have been kept here in America. Um, and, and the third thing, and this is a little bit more complicated and maybe a conversation for another time, but our monetary policy choices at the Federal Reserve have been extremely oligarchic and, and terrible. And just for one example, the Federal Reserve is super, super concerned about when asset prices fall. They don't care when asset prices get inflated and go through the roof, but they're really concerned when asset prices fall. And so essentially what they're doing is they're protecting what, you know, something the vast, the vast majority of which is owned by the wealthiest Americans. And right now they're talking about tightening monetary policy, which they should be doing, but they're not, they weren't doing it last year when asset prices were going through the roof and commodity prices were going through the roof and inflation was going through the roof. They're talking about it now because they're worried about wage increases because once, once wages start to rise, workers expect further wage increases and then inflation becomes this, this snowball that it's harder to stop. So they're tightening the stop wage inflation, which is, if you think about it, it's the normal people finally getting the, the you know, their pricing power back, right? So the Fed's tightening the stop in wage inflation, but they're worried about stock prices falling, which is something vastly owned by the wealthy. So it's a it's a paradigm where they're they're just structurally thinking about not what the average American needs and wants, but but what the connected and powerful you know, what their interests are. I hope that makes sense to your average listener. So there's a ton of reforms that are needed. And and Republicans and kind of they're way better than Democrats, obviously, but it's kind of disappointing because they're, a lot of people are going to talk about inflation in their campaigns, but they're not going to actually talk about ways to do it. Yeah. So how do we bring jobs, jobs back? How do we bring manufacturing back? Go ahead. Yeah, I'm, I'm out of time, um, Willis. Um, I appreciate you coming on. Uh, people can find your stuff at The Federalists uh, under the name Joe Popularis. 
Uh, and so, yep. Joe, so and much. I'm thanking both Joe and Willis for coming on the show today. Thanks. Thanks to yeah, both of you. Thanks much for having me. All right. Okay. Appreciate it. We'll be back. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. The European Union has agreed on new measures to respond to Russia's invasion. Karen Chamas with the report. Among the measures, EU officials have vowed to close its airspace to Russian airlines and ban some pro-Kremlin media outlets. In addition, EU High Representative Joseph Borrell has said that the 27-nation bloc will spend over half a billion dollars on buying weapons for Ukraine. We know that this half a billion of euros will be devoted to provide defensive arms. Defence ministers are meeting to discuss how to convert the funds into useful military material and ensure that it reaches the Ukrainian armed forces. Poland has agreed to act as a hub to distribute the arms and equipment. The EU ministers also agreed to add several more people and organisations to a growing list of sanctions. Karen Chamas with that report. This is SRN News. Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 3388 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 3388. Enjoy! Hugh Hewitt explains Putin's mindset. There isn't going to be a lot of discussion with a sociopath who rewrites history. It's just not true what he said. Putin is just a thug, like Xi, like uh, Ayatollah Khamenei. He'll take what he can get away with taking. The Hugh Hewitt Show, weekday mornings at 6, right before Mike Gallagher at 9 on AM 1250. The Answer. Tell me why Relief Factor is so successful in lowering or eliminating pain. I'm often asked that question. Pete and Seth Talbot, the father and son founders of Relief Factor, tell me they believe our bodies were designed to heal. The doctors who formulated Relief Factor selected the four best ingredients, 100% drug-free ingredients that each help your body deal with inflammation. Order the three-week quick start now discount it to only 1995 to see if it will work for you too call 800 500 8384 you've all heard it in the news folks heating costs are surging through the roof but right now eating pure is offering an amazing discount on their gen 40 heater this five pound gen 40 produces 50 percent more heat than the big box heaters that are seven times its size the gen 40 superheater is efficient it produces infrared heat using advanced micro solid state technology with built-in safety shutoffs and it comes with a remote control for you so for a limited time the Eden Pure Gen 40 is $200 off the regular price. People all over the country are reporting massive savings on their heating bills. So keep warm and save money because right now it's the perfect time to buy more than one. Go to EdenPureDeals.com. Use discount code RADIO20. That's RADIO20. And you'll get an additional $20 off. That's $220 total savings by going to EdenPureDeals.com right now. Use discount code RADIO20. That's RADIO20. Radio 20 and shipping is free. AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The Answer. WPGP Pittsburgh, a division of Salem Media Group. Listen on the Answer mobile app, smart speakers, tune in, iHeart, or Odyssey. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer. Tie-up still out there on 28 on the inbound side, stacking up between Grand Avenue and Chestnut Street. That's an accident. And on the outbound side, a volume delay between Butler Street and the Highland Park Bridge. Also at a crawl in spots along the Parkway East, outbound between Boulevard of the Allies and the Squirrel Hill Tunnel. Delays inbound County Jail to the Fort Pitt Bridge. 65 ramps to 79 south remain shut down for construction. That's a look at traffic. I'm Jenny Robinson. AM 1250, The Answer. 
Weather. Partly cloudy skies for tonight. We'll see a nighttime low of 31. Breezy tomorrow with periods of clouds and sunshine, a high of 53. Considerable cloudiness for tomorrow night with a low of 32. Mostly cloudy skies for the middle of the week on Wednesday. We'll reach a high Wednesday of 52. Thursday will turn colder with clouds breaking for some sunshine. Expect a high Thursday of 34. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm forecaster Drew Shannon. This is the John Stackerwald Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer. Well, apparently there's, uh, excuse me, apparently there's never been a better place to be homeless uh, right now than in Los Angeles, California. Just pitch a tent on the sidewalk, a poop on the sidewalk if you'd like, relax, you know, watch the world uh, go by. But we're dealing with the West Coast Mest Coast as Victoria Taft of PGA, uh, PGA, PJ Media calls it. And in L.A., it's even better than that. And Victoria is on the line right now. She joins us. Uh, actually, she's not here right this second. We've we got to wait a second. Are we okay? We're okay. Oh, there you are. Hello there, Victoria. <laughs> Oh, it's great to be in your world. Yeah, I I appreciate you having in the, my, having you in my my world all the time. You, you write great stuff there at PJ Media, and uh, you like to call it. Uh, I think you actually have it trademarked: West Coast <laughs> Mest Coast, as in messed kind of, up. Yeah, we did it. We did it as sort of a joke, but oh. because it, you know. But my boss said that. Oh, I got to do that. You know, blah, yeah. blah, whatever. Well, so how much are California taxpayers uh, paying for these condos? Well, they um, now California has a separate program to house the homeless than does L.A. And the West Coast and West Coast uh, report um, has the discussion about the $1.2 billion that billion, billion with a B, that L.A. Well, we have to help the homeless people, which is really nice of them. And so they said, well, we have to have a, you know, this is Triple H. I think it's a bond measure, but I, uh, it's just, it's a fund. It's whatever. Um, anyway, bottom line, they are basically uh, at the bottom of the barrel there and they're running out of money and uh, they have uh, only been able to build 1,200 units for 41,000 homeless people. And that's not going to work. So they come back and said, well, this is a wholly inadequate. Uh, the guy who's the in charge of the uh, accounting of this particular uh, fund. And so he said, well, this is wholly inadequate, which, to which everyone in L.A. goes, well, no, duh. Of course it is. And so here he is. Guess what? We're the next tranche of these condos are $873,000 a piece. Now, this is not the condo building. This is the one unit. This is one unit. One unit. The rest, now, they started in 2016, I believe it was. So, um, And so by the time I started reporting on it, it was 2020 when they actually started spending the money. And at that time, the condos were like, Oh, uh, six to seven hundred thousand dollars a unit. Cheap. And yeah, they were in, in this particular uh, particular unit that I was talking about is in Koreatown, which is getting to be quite the trendy area. And I mean, they had a gym, they had all kinds of things. <laughs> uh, so wait a minute, the eight hundred and seventy-two thousand dollar ones that has carpeting, and and the six hundred thousand dollar whatever you said it was, they don't have carpeting. Oh, I. <laughs> I don't know. I think probably they had, uh, no, they don't. In this particular photo I'm looking at, they had really cute furniture, of course, that all goes with it. And that looks like, it looks like, that looks like easy, what do they call it? Easy PV, fake wood, but it looks really good. Yeah, that's it. So um, nobody's embarrassed by this? Like, uh, has. Oh, yeah, well, they're supposedly embarrassed by it, but, you know, are they really, though? They're going to do anything about it. Uh, Well, no, they're not going to do anything about it. It's what cost. They're going to come back. They're going to have their hands open, John, and they're going to come out and say, well, you know, you haven't done enough, L.A. $1.2 billion isn't enough. Get off your duffs. Get a job. And we've got some homeless people we've got to get into some $800,000 condos, which, by the way, is the, I think it's the, the average, if not mean, uh, price of a home in that area. 
So and people, people can't afford that, which means half of it is the median income. Forgive me. I think that's it. Forgive me for not having looked yeah. it up. I've been just, I've just come off doing an interview with an Antifa guy. That's a real one. That's, that's a beauty. And so I'm just a little sort of in yeah. that headspace right now. Yeah. So, but if median, that means that, that half of them are more than $800,000. So, I mean, oh. there are these, these homeless peoples for whom, uh, you know, smoke your rent, live in a tent has been their by, their byline. It's been their motto. I mean, now they're going to get to be able to go to $837,000 condos. Does, I mean, you, does your me? life have to be especially pathetic uh, in order to qualify for one of these? Is it based on the number of, I don't know, drugs you're addicted to? Like if you're only addicted to three drug or two drugs, you get passed over for somebody who's addicted to three. How, how do they, who who picks them? Uh, who picks the homeless people? Um, yeah, who I don't gets, know. Well, I, I don't know. These people are living in tents. Does, does somebody go up and knock on the tent and say hello? How'd you like I to move he, into a nice new condo? I, I don't know how they choose them. I'm sure they get in a program. They have to sign up, and you know what that means. Only a few of them will sign up. The rest of them want to live in there. And there, there will be, because of under California law, there will be no uh, requirements of these people to stay clean and sober in this wonderful taxpayer-supported condominium. Um, they, will not be, have, they will not have any requirements. Heck, for all I know, they can sit inside their condo and smoke crack all day long or fentanyl or meth or whatever it is and... and uh, I'm sorry, is, is my smoke polluting your environment? Too bad. You know, it'll be one of those. I, I, don't, I don't know how old you are, uh, Victoria, but I old remember... I know better. <laughs> I, I remember when those people were referred to as bums or vagrants. Oh, yeah. And they were, yeah. they were told to get off the street. You have a choice. Get out of here or go to jail. That was your choice. Go out. Go away. We don't want to look at you. If you're sick... We'll fix you. We'll take you somewhere. But if you're a normal, supposedly normal person, you're going to jail. We're not letting mm-hmm. you sit on the sit on the street. I almost said something else on the street. Poop on the street. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know, a colleague of mine in Seattle says, "Hey, sun's out, bums out." But even <laughs> in the rain. Yeah, <laughs> even well, in the rain, they're there. <laughs> uh, we're talking to Victoria Taft of PJ Media. Uh, you, and as you you have uh, chronicled the, what's going on out there on the West Coast, and it all kind of, even though it's a it's a big place, uh, the West Coast, and the, you know a big area, and a lot of lot of uh, people living in just in California, then you throw in uh, Oregon and Washington, so you've got Seattle and Portland. What are the poor homeless people in places like uh, well Seattle? I think you wrote about that. Um, oh, yes, and, they, they don't yeah. get eight hundred thousand dollar condos. What do they have to settle for? Well, well, I know these poor people only get three to four hundred thousand dollar condos, but there is a nice, you know, takeaway gift in a view of the Puget Sound. So, <laughs> wait, wait, for, people, wait, wait a minute. The the condos that they have has a view of the Puget Sound. That that has yeah. to raise the value of a of a place uh, a good bit if you're out there trying to look looking for some place to live. Well, it tells you that they're never going to leave. There is no chance they will ever, 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 ever leave. Um, so, yeah, I mean, they get free bump kits. They get free sterilized needles. They get free everything. Uh, and in addition to that, a free pass by the local DA who will not go after people for, quote, unquote, personal-sized drugs on their person so it's uh pretty amazing it's just uh, uh, so yeah, what, what is, so, so you mean you mean a, a, per, a personal sized drug in other words he's not selling it he or she yeah supposedly yeah i don't know but it's just a, even you know what they don't even care if you're selling it i think in this regard because in terms of the law it doesn't matter if they're selling the you know the two uh, the uh, the additional uh, let's say uh, I don't I don't even know what little vials or little baggies or whatever of stuff they have um, as long as it's something that only a person would do instead of having a large amount but that guy it's not to say that that guy with the little smaller baggies of drugs wouldn't turn right around and sell it to the crackhead next to him on the street or in the next apartment but they just don't get busted for it. 
because uh, they're on a harm reduction thing. They, you know, all these poor people, they're just hooked on drugs. They don't do anything uh, to help the people hooked on drugs. No, no, we can't do that. unless They come forward and do whatever. There's no program, per se, unless you want to go, which is a, an effective program at the Union Gospel Mission and the missions. Excellent, excellent programs. Um, and, but they have to be willing to do that. Otherwise, they can be on the street or in their apartment, in their condo, with that view of gorgeous, gorgeous Puget Sound that people pay upwards of over a million dollars for, and they can smoke crack all day long and collect their check and go to the local bodega, get their little whatever they need, their Cheetos, and bring it back up and pound down a 40 while they're token up on their latest bump of fentanyl. And, in their apartment, and uh, that we pay for. If I if I were a person who had a choice, if I was, if I were if I were in a situation where I was out of work and I, you know, looking for some money and having trouble paying my rent, why wouldn't I try to get down there and get next to one of these four anywhere from four hundred thousand to a million dollar condos to live in? Why wouldn't I do that? I don't know. I would do it if I, I mean if, if that were the Section Eight housing, I'd try to get on that list as well. You know, I I would. Well, are the media out there covering this? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. The, but are yeah. they covering the cost? So the story is out there. The you know the the L A the local TV news in L A and the L A Times. Well, are they yeah, actually they're... writing about the the giving uh, uh, letting people know that? People are getting $800,000 condos to live in. The, the media are covering that? So, no. I mean, yes and no. Here's how they covered it in the initial story that I saw in L.A. on a television station. And it was thus. It wasn't even a package. You and I both know we're in the biz. It wasn't a package. A Vosot. It was a, it, it was a yes. A Vosot is, a, is a, a little bit of video followed by a soundbite for people who don't yes. know. Yes. Yeah. Yes, that's nothing. That's not a story. I mean, it's, no. yes, it's a story. It's barely a reader, just borders on the Vosot, and, and that's it. And it's just a voiceover over sound on tape. So you've got, that's what that is. You know, let's, I'm going to speak now in this small little 30-second reader, and you're going to see pretty pictures of these nice condos that are going to cost $837,000 in the L.A. media market as well, obviously, as the... Um, San Francisco media market are notoriously left-leaning. I mean, it's embarrassing. Yeah. I, I'm embarrassed for them sometimes. The, the, the lengths to which they have to adhere to these crazy ideas that have been put out there by the national media and the, the leftists who run the city and all that stuff, and you think to yourself, do you really believe that stuff? <laughs> do you really believe that? Well, uh, I just thought that, you know, anyway. Here, in, here in Pittsburgh, uh, the local news is... It does so little on trying to hold um, politicians to the fire, feet to the fire, that mm-hmm. you really they don't even necessarily uh, indicate how leftward they lean. Um, well, for one thing, the Democrats have been in charge here for like 80 years in the city. Um, so the, nobody's nobody ever questions them. But uh, I'm just wondering in L.A., a story like this. That's a pretty meaty story for somebody who's a, you know, journalist who would want to mm-hmm. look into that. And it would have to be willful to mm-hmm. not cover it. Like the boss has to say, no, nah, we don't want to do that. That's mean to the homeless uh-huh. people. Right? Yeah. Because yes. anybody who knows anything about covering news would look at that and say, what, what did I just see that somebody said it's 800000 bucks for somebody to live <laughs> for a free, free condo? Uh, wouldn't, wouldn't you as a journalist say, wait a minute, let's look into that? You know, there's one guy in town, David Goldstein, and I'm trying to remember what station he works for. And every, you know, he's the he's the investigative excuse me investigative reporter. Yeah. And he he will. I'll look to see if he's done a story on this. I'm sure he has at some point. And then what happens is the local talk hosts, only a couple of them, will pick up on it, and they're more right leaning, yeah. and they'll pick up on it, and. People will just go, they'll react, and there's not a heck of a lot that's done about it. I mean, initially, the person who's in charge of, he's the controller for the city, or the city auditor is what he is. Yeah. So he's, he's, he's auditing this, right? And he says, holy crow, this thing is just going to be really expensive. We need to 
we need to not do that. We really need to rethink this this whole idea. It's utterly, utterly unacceptable. And then what happened? We have to have a fundamental course correction quote from him in the program. Well, what, what happened? Now he says, well, you know what? There's not enough houses here for these homeless people. And the thing is, is that if they'd stop and, you know, like I say in this piece that it's called my latest West Coast and West Coast update, in Portland, for example, they're on, I don't know, year, almost year 15 of 10 years to end homelessness. And I was around doing my show then, and I burst out laughing when I heard about it, because we, as we all know, that was one of those contrivances, sort of turns of phrase that were sold at some confab, probably in Aspen, and they talked about doing it. And so everybody came back to their, their constituents and said, well, we have 10 years to end hopelessness. And really what it was was a pig and a poke. And everybody had to give money because if you don't, you don't like homeless people and you are greedy. And, <laughs> and so what they do, they built a big building. It's full of bombs with shopping cart parking and all sorts of stuff. And you still have tents all over the city. That's it. It's, That's what they got for all their millions. And they'll keep, and the, all the people who are responsible for this will, will will keep getting reelected for the next fifty years if they'd like. That's that's the scary thing. Uh, yeah, Victoria. I'm, I'm out of time. It's uh, Victoria Taft. You can find her at pjmedia.com. And where else? Adults in the Room podcast, and coming up in the next couple of weeks, I'll be rolling out that interview with that Antifa guy. It's a real eye-opener. <laughs> All right, thanks. You always are eye-opening. I appreciate it, Victoria. <laughs> Great to be in Stagger World. All right, we'll be back. This is Sebastian Gorka, and I want to invite you to join me for a powerful travel opportunity that will likely become the highlight of your year. I'm headed to Israel in November 2022 for a 10-day Stand with Israel tour of the key sites and best places meant to give you an unprecedented view of a world you've likely only read or heard about. Together, we'll uncover key geopolitical insights as we unpack Israel's significance on the world stage. You'll return home empowered by the experience. If you ever dreamt of visiting Israel, this is your opportunity. Come with me in 2022. For more information, call 855-565-5519 or book online at Stand with IsraelTour.com, 855-565-5519 or stand with IsraelTour.com. If you have unfiled taxes or are in debt to the IRS, this is important news. The IRS just rolled out a new program to help struggling taxpayers more easily resolve their tax problems. It's called the Taxpayer Relief Initiative, and it opens up powerful new options for people looking to get back on the right track with the IRS. And no one knows this program like the professionals at Optima Tax Relief, America's most trusted tax resolution company. They've resolved over $1 billion in tax debt for their clients and have the expertise and experience to help you. One easy call to Optima can start the process, helping to put an end to your worries of wage garnishment, asset seizure, and other aggressive IRS actions. Make today the beginning of your fresh start with the IRS. Call the experts at Optima Tax Relief now for your free confidential consultation. Call 800-354-2840. 800-354-2840. 800-354-2840. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Attention. This is a special alert for all Americans who own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles with an overpriced auto warranty or no warranty coverage at all. Due to the increase of new and used car prices, repair costs, and the price of gas, people are keeping their cars longer than ever, which is why CarShield is announcing a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan to save any driver out-of-pocket expenses on covered auto repairs. Call now to find out how you can save thousands for covered auto repairs. Yes, you heard that correctly. You could save thousands on future auto repairs. Our specialists are standing by for all drivers to call for a free quick quote. Call 800-708-1855. Vehicle protection plan pricing is at an all-time low. Plus, drivers who purchase this coverage today will receive rental car options, free roadside assistance, and free towing. Call 800-708-1855 now for your free quick quote. That's 800-708-1855. What do you have to lose? Call 800-708-1855. Again, 800-708-1855. The John Steigerwall Show, AM 1250, The Answer. 
Somehow the uh, the Cincinnati Bengals have been able to call their stadium Paul Brown Stadium from the time that it was built, and still is called Paul Brown Stadium. Uh, and I don't know. I, I the um, the taxpayers paid for the stadium, as is was the case for everybody twenty years ago. Um, and it, it would seem to make sense that the stadium where the Steelers play would be called Paul uh, Art Rooney Stadium after the original owner and a, the chief and a guy who's revered by everybody. Or if not that, how about the uh, Chuck Knoll Stadium for the guy who turned the sta- the franchise around? Uh, but it's Heinz Field because of Heinz. And uh, that deal was made when they built the stadium in uh, 2000. I guess it was 2001. They made the deal. Whatever. It's up after t- it was a 20-year deal. It's up. They paid $57 million for the uh, rights. I don't know if they broke that down by year, like about $3 million a year, uh, or they gave them, if they wrote them a check to help build the place. I don't remember how it worked. But uh, there's a lot of discussion in town now because the uh, the deal is up, and they're going to rename the the place where the Steelers play. And a lot of people are doing little cutesy stories about what should it be called and what would be a good company, and people asking, would you be offended if it was a company not uh, in Pittsburgh anymore? And by the way, Heinz is no longer a Pittsburgh deal. It's now Heinz Craft, and, and it's located in Chicago. So Heinz Field doesn't even fit anymore because – we ain't the ketchup capital of the world anymore. Heinz, Field, Heinz is a Chicago-based company. But anyway, how about this? How about um, the Steelers, when they get whatever it is they get, let's say it's $50, $60 million again, that they give it back to the taxpayers who built the stadium? Because the Steelers and the Pirates should have never gotten a dime to build either one of those buildings. I said so at the time, by the way. And so how about that for a suggestion? Steelers get the check, and they come up with a nice way to spread that 50 or $60 million around in the community. Just an idea I thought I'd throw out there that will never, ever happen. Talk to you tomorrow. The John Steigerwald Show is a production of the Answer Pittsburgh and Salem Media Group. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.